Welcome back to Parenting to Impress, your go-to podcast to learn practical ways to love God and love others, and impress this on the hearts of your children. I am your host, Heidi Franz, and I am joined by my dear friend, Melanie Simpson, two moms who have made a lot of mistakes, but have found grace and truth along the way. You know, Melanie, prior to having our little blessings, I had a lot of preconceived ideas of what life as mom would be. You know, during the last 17 years and while watching other moms, I've learned some valuable lessons, things that I wish I would have known as a young mom or ideas I am thankful that others taught me. Today, we are coming at you with a list. This is not in any specific order. These are not absolute statements. It's not like the top 10 or anything like that. It's just some things that we brainstormed, came up with that ideas of parenting mistakes and or positives that we wish we would have known or just need to be reminded of. Exactly. And I think that's a really good point. Even though our kids are older than yours may be, as a listener, these are things that we still are working towards. Absolutely. And learning from. And I would also say when you're listening through this list, that Balance is very important. As I so often say, keep it between the ditches. Right. If you go too far one way or go too far the opposite, you're still in a ditch. So remember to have balance in each one of these points. So number one, without further ado, never say, I will never fill in the blank. Yes. And boy, did I have a slew of these in my early parenting. It's one of those statements that comes back to bite you every time. I will never allow my child to slam a door. I will never allow my child to, I mean, just fill it in. Mm -hmm. And I think probably about every single one of them has happened. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, it's one of those things too, that when we make those big blanket statements, mm -hmm. um, not only does it bite us in the tushy, but it also robs us of grace, not just for our own parenting, but I think it gives us um, judgmental eyes because when we say that about ourselves, how often do we also say it about others, right? So we look at other moms and say, oh, well, I would never do that. Mm -hmm. And I'll just be honest, I grew up babysitting and nannying, so I thought I had all the answers. <laughs> I thought I knew exactly what I would do as a mom. And so I'm with you, Heidi. I had a long list of never statements, and I think the Lord has laughed at each one as mm -hmm. they've you know, been cast aside. Exactly. Okay, here's number two. Take time to love. And when I think back, there were times when... I'm going to use Sweet Pea as an example. My daughter, she was at her worst just because she needed some time with mommy. You know, surrounded by three brothers, she needed that time where she and I sat on the couch and I just held her. And maybe she needed to tell me something. Maybe she just needed quiet time to sit, but take that time for those hugs, kisses, tickling, because they love it and you will too. Yeah. Yeah. That physical touch, the connection that happens in those moments, I think is really important. And a lot of times it was a way to reset when things mm -hmm. were going sideways. Um, just pulling that child into my lap, giving them a hug, that physical touch just flips a switch and we can kind of get a, a fresh start. Okay, this is a big one. <laughs> 
discipline in private. Mm-hmm. I very clearly remember a time where I was out of the grocery store. I only had two at the time. They were like three and one and things were not going well. And that was on me. I just, you know, I think I chose the wrong time of day to go to the grocery store, all those things. But um, an innocent bystander made a comment <laughs> and it really stung. And I wanted to, in that moment, take care of the matter. I wanted to handle the situation. I wanted to discipline the child in that grocery aisle. By God's grace, I didn't. You know, we ended up just abandoning our cart and going to the car and handling it there. But why is that one such a big deal, Heidi? Well, I think because nobody wants to listen to me scold my child. Yeah. And honestly, I don't want to watch other people scold their children. True. So it's a respect for other people. But then it also, it does not humiliate the child by disciplining them in front of their siblings, friends, or other adults, whether they know them or not. We want to allow our children to save face, even when they've made bad choices. Yeah. Okay, number four, my to-do list isn't as important as I think. Okay, we're done here. (laughs) You are hurting my feelings. This one's personal. Yeah. And this one affects whether you have a newborn, whether you have adult children. All the way through, this is very personal. Yeah. I mean, I am so guilty of putting tasks over relationships. Um, I'm very outer order, inner calm kind of person, to borrow a phrase from Gretchen Rubin. If things are not tidy and, you know, neat put up, it creates anxiety in me. And I was very guilty of this, especially when my kids are little. Um, I would see the mountain of laundry and that became my focus at the expense of sitting down and playing with a kid. But I think like all things, there's balance to be had here. Exactly. And I'm going to add this in as a number five. We also need to take care of what God has blessed us with. Yes. And so the balance here is my to-do list isn't as important as what I think. But number five, we need to take care of what God has given us. Right. And so keeping it between the ditches again, my favorite statement, keep it between the ditches. We need to let go of our list and be focused on what is God's list for us today? Yeah, And it may be that I need to do the dishes. I need to do laundry. So I need to take care of what God has given us. It may also be that I need to put all that aside and get on the floor and play tractors. Right. It's all about, like you said, stewardship. I mean, God calls us to right. steward. That's res- the responsibility we have with time and money and energy. So when we steward energy and emotions for relationships, and we steward our time and energy for tasks. And this is a topic here, number four and number five of our list, that we're going to dive into a lot deeper in future episodes. So if you already have these questions of, how do I do this? How do I make this balanced to-do list versus taking care of what's God given us? Hang on, we're going to cover that. This actually segues nicely into the next one, which is read, read, read. Mm -hmm. So we just told you to find the balance in tasks and people and also find time to read. Right. (laughs) And it's really just take time to read. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not find time. It's that time with your kids on the couch or in bed. It's precious. That's right. And so I would say to all moms, treasure those times when you have your little one in your lap 
When you have your elementary kiddo beside you, treasure those times as you're reading a book and choose quality books. If you're not sure what quality books are, we're going to put in the show notes some titles that are the best of the best. And those are found on the ABC Jesus Loves Me website. But treasure those times, pull those kiddos in your laps and enjoy those quality moments. And I will tell you that my um, tweens and teens Mm -hmm. still enjoy read alouds. I love that. All right. Number seven, evaluate your expectations for mommyhood and yourself. And Melanie, this is another one we could do an entire podcast on. What do you think? Um, again, coming back to comparison and comparison and the ditches, are my expectations realistic? A lot of times we have very noble and really beautiful expectations of what we want our lives to be, how we want them to look. And then we get in the nitty gritty and we lose sight of all of it. Mm-hmm. That's okay because that's a time to step back and think through, is this a good fit for my family? Is it realistic? Yeah. And, and because here's the thing is, it may be a good fit for somebody else's family and that's okay too. Like they can mm-hmm. have that, or whatever experience, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but for our family, it's just simply not practical. That happened time and again, because I am a slow learner and I had to come to terms with the fact that my children have specific personalities and dispositions and bents that meant that some things just weren't going to work in our family. Mm -hmm. And I had to let those go. That wasn't their fault. Right. Just having an honest conversation with yourself and letting the Lord bring those things to mind. That's a great place to go to prayer and ask him to show you, God, what are the things that I am believing about how my life should look that is robbing me of contentment with the Mm -hmm. things that you have given me. Absolutely. And I can say as a mom of two kiddos with special needs, I had expectations for what our family was going to do, the image that we were going to give off to other people. And God didn't quite get that memo. I actually have a blog post how my expectations nearly ruined my family because all of these unspoken expectations were putting stress on my children that they didn't know where that was coming from. They just knew mom was irritable. She was upset about things. And I had to realize that it was because I had expectations of what they were supposed to do. It communicates to our children and to our husbands that they are not good enough. Mm -hmm. And then that becomes in that child, this switch is flipped and they think, oh, So either I'm not good enough and I can't be good enough to meet mommy's expectations or I will try harder. I will become performance driven and everything I do will be crafted to meet that expectation. Mm -hmm. My goodness, is that what we want to raise? Right, exactly. Oh, that is so good. And to think about where are those expectations coming from? Mm -hmm. You know, we keep going back to our first episode, Lies We Believe. And it's the lies that we have to obtain something, whatever that something is. And the lies that everybody else has it together. When really, we don't know what goes on behind closed doors. And we need to call out those lies. We talked about in the Lies We Believe episode of sometimes that means we need to hide 
some people on Facebook. And it's not because of anything they're doing wrong. I have found that I am just not in a healthy spot and I just need to remove that foothold that Satan has. You know, we will always point you back to where is your heart with the Lord in this? Mm -hmm. So it is never a wrong first step to ask God to show you your sin. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's not just, um, you know, those expectations that can be any matter of things, but especially when it comes to expectations, because it typically reveals a lack of contentment. Mm-hmm. And a lack of contentment is just not having a heart of gratitude or believing that God has given you what's best for you. Oh, wow. And like we said, this could be a complete episode in itself just on this topic. And I will tell you that is one that we will cover. So that is our first seven tips. We look forward to covering the next set in the next episode, and we hope that you will join us for that. Thank you for listening to the Parenting to Impress podcast. We invite you to visit abcjesuslovesme.com and parentingtoimpress.com. Check out the show notes and join the Parenting to Impress private Facebook group for more information about topics shared in this episode. Please subscribe, review, and share this episode with your friends.